It's 11.09. Welcome back to the Jennifer and Wendy Show on the Big 550 KTRS. And we are so happy to welcome to the program Dr. Ravi Johar, who is the chief medical officer there at United Healthcare. Dr. Johar, thank you so much for being part of KTRS Red. How are you today? I'm doing great, Wendy. How are things with you guys? Well, we are so happy to speak to you because this is a uh, this is a topic that seems to be uh, it's becoming even more important than it has been in previous generations. Can you can you speak, if you can, just to a, to the uh, to the state of heart health in 2024? Are there are there victories being won anywhere, doctor? Well, I think, uh, you know, it's important, but that's the reason that we have an entire month devoted to heart health is because it is such an important issue. And, um, you know, it's still important to realize that heart disease is the number one cause of death in the United States among both men and women. And, in fact, the America's Health Rankings did a report where they looked at all the chronic, eight chronic uh, conditions, health conditions, and they discovered that uh, every one of those eight has reached the highest record levels it's had in history. So we know that although there's been a little bit of decline in deaths due to heart disease, it still remains the leading cause of death among men and women. And Dr. Um, Joe, and how, how, did this, how do the symptoms differ in women compared to men? Sure. Well, when everyone thinks about heart disease, they're thinking about a heart attack. And so when you're thinking about heart attack symptoms, um, both men and women will experience the same things, but some a little bit more than others. There's an uncomfortable pressure squeezing usually in the center of your chest. You know, people describe it as an elephant sitting on your chest. That's more common in men. In women, it tends to be more pain in the upper back. So that's one of the really big differences. So sometimes they'll have pain like that, and they won't think of it as being a heart issue. Um, there's pain or discomfort in one or both arms. More normally, we think of it in the left arm, but it can sometimes be um, in both arms. Uh, and then a lot of times you, uh, you see a lot of neck and jaw pain. And that's more common in women than in men is the neck and jaw pain. Uh, also, uh, there's nausea, a lot of times nausea and vomiting. And that's associated more with women than in men also. But all of these can be in both. The other big thing is shortness of breath without any chest discomfort. Or just sudden shortness of breath can go along with that. So the symptoms um, you know, can occur in both men and women, but men tend to be more central in the chest and women more like in the upper back and then the nausea. Dr. Johar, how important is it to act immediately? Uh, it, it certainly seems that waiting could cost could cost you dearly. It, it can be. And I think when we're talking about heart disease, we're, we're talking about a whole multitude of factors. I mean, there is um, a heart attack, which is what people classically think of with, with heart disease. Um, but that is one thing. And in that, you know, CPR is important. Trying to get everything going, getting blood flowing again is important. But a cardiac arrest is another thing where that's really critical time-wise. It's probably the most, of the, most critical of the ones for time-wise. Um, and that's when their the heart suddenly stops beating. That's more of an electrical mal- malfunction within the heart. Whereas a heart attack is more of a mechanical blockage. Um, then we also have cardiac failure, which is um, not a sudden onset. That'll be kind of an ongoing, long-term thing. That's when the heart stuff just does not function well enough to push the blood through the body. Very often that occurs after a heart attack, um, or it can happen because of other uh, chronic heart conditions. And then we also have hypertension and stroke. Um, hypertension usually don't intervene fast because it's, it's called a silent killer because people don't even know they have it. There's not symptoms to hypertension. 
but that can lead to all the other issues. So it's important to get checked for that. And then stroke is another one where basically with a stroke, you have one hour to be able to reverse the effects uh, from a stroke. So that's another one that's, that's time sensitive. But of those, the cardiac arrest is probably the most immediate and uh, a heart attack right after that. And Dr. Johar, what are the symptoms of a stroke? Well, a stroke is the biggest thing you've usually seen is going to be numbness, usually on one side of the body, numbness or tingling on one side of the body. You can also see uh, in the face, you'll see a droop um, like of the eyes or, or in the mouth on one side. And sometimes it's just slurring of words or sudden loss of focus. Those are the most, uh, most obvious signs of a stroke in somebody. Is is there? Um, we've got a, a text. We've got some texts coming in for you, doctor. Um, can these sure. symptoms come and go in in women? That is from the six three six. And also, if you could address the age, because there's still sort of a mental block uh, among some people who think, "Oh, I'm too young to have a heart attack," and you're you're really not. No, you can have heart disease at any age. In fact, the most common age for a car- sudden cardiac arrest is in uh, teenage boys. You are so kidding. I did not what? know that. No. That's for, for a cardiac arrest, which we mentioned is, is the mechanical or the, uh, the electrical malfunction. And that's because they're playing sports, especially baseball. is one of the most uh, common ones for that. You get hit by a baseball right in the center of the chest, and all of a sudden your heart just stops beating. Um, and that's the kind of thing that happened with DeMar Hamlin in the, in the Monday night football game where – the, the football player whose heart stopped beating in the middle of the game, uh, things of that sort. So cardiac issues can happen at any point. The most common time for heart attacks, though, um, is probably in the uh, from 50 and above, usually 60s and 70s is the most common time for that. Wow. Uh, and as far as the question about whether symptoms can come and go, yes, because what a heart attack is, is it's a blockage in that blood vessel. And sometimes it will not be a complete blockage. Maybe something gets stuck and it moves through. So you can have symptoms that come and go, uh, but it's important to not ignore them. If you, if you have them and they're, they're happening repetitively or every time you walk up a, a you know, flight of steps, you start to have issues, that's definitely something that should be checked out. And it's really important to get into your doctor and have that looked at. Dr. Johar, what's a heart murmur? A heart murmur is when the blood flow through the heart, there's valves within the heart that keep all the blood going in one direction. Um, and if those, those valves don't completely close, then the, uh, the blood flow flows back. And so when, the flows, when it flows back, you have a murmur where it's, it's instead of just the going one direction, you hear blood flowing in both ways, and it's kind of a different whooshing sound. Is it, is it a problem? or It, it can be if the heart, if, if it's a significant enough murmur, if there's enough of, of flow that's not going through correctly, that can be a problem. But uh, murmurs are very, very common, especially in younger children, and they change and go away as we get older. But it's something that you will you'll check out. Uh, normally, in most cases, heart murmurs are not uh, an issue until, unless they get really bad. And then, then you may, in some cases, need a heart valve replacement. And they have a new way of doing heart valve replacements now that is, is an outpatient surgery, and they can just go through your, your blood vessels out there in your thigh and change after our aortic valve, things like that. If, if you have a history of, of this kind of thing in your family, Dr. Johar, should you, at, at what age, I suppose, should you look for a, a specialist in this area? 
Well, I think in most cases, being able to go to your primary care physician, they'll be able to screen you for the risk factors, the, the high blood pressure, um, uh, high cholesterol, those are two of the most common ones. Um, and look at things like obesity, smoking is a very big cause, things of that sort. So primary care physicians will usually be able to take care of all those things. So it's really important to get into them. If they discover a problem or there's an issue, then you can go see a cardiologist, or if you have symptoms, they'll often refer you to a cardiologist to say, let's go ahead and do some more testing, whether that's, you know, an EK, a cardiac cath uh, or, you know, additional stress tests, things of that sort. So there's no set age, um, but it's important to just make sure that you're going in for regular checkups. And Dr. Johar from the 636, someone is asking if they should be concerned about their heart fluttering. Because we learn of, at, at a certain age, especially women, you know, if you're menopausal or, or perimenopausal, that is part of it, isn't it? So you, you're, you're never really sure what's going on. Well, and, and that's very true. And, and heart flutter can be any number of things. It can be a, a bad murmur. It can be the heart's just not uh, an irregular heartbeat. So I think if you do start to have that, it's important to go and have that checked out. Um, and it very well could be due to hormonal changes of, of menopause. But I think that's where having an EKG done in, in the doctor's office to make sure that that's all it is, is definitely a worthwhile thing to do. I thought I heard someone the other day talking about a CT calcium scan. What What is that? That's something that was really coming into vogue a few years ago as being another screening test, a non-invasive screening test, being able to check for any kind of heart blockages. The classic way to look for uh, blockages in the arteries is to do what's called a cardiac cath, where they inject dye directly into the veins that go through the heart and then wash that flow to make sure it's okay. What a CT calcium test is, they do a CT scan of your heart and then build a model of the heart um, to look to see how much blockage there may be, how much calcium is built up in the vessels. Um, I think it's another screening test. It hasn't been really shown to be anywhere near as effective as a cardiac cath but it's certainly a safer procedure. It's something that if you feel like you have symptoms of it, it may be worth discussing. Uh, I know it was becoming a, a real popular thing a few years ago, and, and I, I haven't heard so much about it recently, so I'm guessing it's not as good as retrospective. And one last question, Dr. Johar. Is it possible to have a heart attack and a person would not even know it? It's called silent heart attacks, and that can happen. Uh, there's Always going to be, if someone thinks back later, they'll be like, you know, oh, I did have that time where I just felt really, really weak and tired, but I just slept it off and I felt fine the next day. Um, and it's going to be something like that. There will almost always be some kind of symptom, but for the most part, yes, you can have that um, and not notice it because of, of everything else going on in your life at that time. Um, and that's usually if it's depending on where in the heart the heart attack occurs, because there's some areas that are more dangerous than others. Dr. Ravi Johar is the Chief Medical Officer of United Healthcare. It's always enlightening to talk to you, Dr. Johar. Thank you so much. Thank both of you for having me. I appreciate the time. We really appreciate it. Thank you.